Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. One size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes. Nice dress. Uh, it's a it's a t-shirt. Until you tried it on. Same goes for your healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even missed open enrollment, you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at uh1.com. That's uh1.com. That's right, and uh, this here is the internet's premier Star Trek fan podcast. We're on all major podcasting platforms. You can send us an email at thestarcompanion at gmail.com. If you like what you hear, you can send us a buck or two at patreon.com slash thestarcompanion. Yes, sir. And um, uh, what do we do here, David? Well, we do a little bit of this, a little bit of that. We review uh, Star Trek episodes Stardate by Stardate. Mm. And occasionally, we veer off off course to review other uh, Star Trek shows that are in the zeitgeist. That, just, yeah. that seems to be happening in 2020 when we're recording. That's right. And uh, we're... I'm going to... I'll really... I'll just... I, I, as soon as we record these, I put them out. So, for those of you that are listening to this right now, uh, in a couple of days, we're going to watch the next two Picard's. And put those out as well. Yes, sir. Um, and that way we'll be all caught up. And so today we're doing Star Trek Picard, Season 1, Episode 6, The Impossible Box, Stardate Unknown. This box is impossible. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I just realized it was that stupid kid's box. Yeah, his little Rubik's Cube. There it is. His little Romulan Rubik's Cube. Yes, sir. I wonder what that... Uh, I wonder what 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 could I possibly have been texted right now? Oh, I'm not watching the Laker game. <laughs> That's what's going on. Um, so yeah. Um, normally we've been doing Star Trek Enterprise, and if you like that stuff, we have new episodes coming as well. Mm-hmm. Um, if you're listening to this, in the, to this in the future, totally disregard this little preamble. Oh yeah, <laughs> this is for the current listeners. Um. But yeah, so um let's get into it. Let's let's nosh. Let's nosh. Let's nosh about this episode. Let's play some 4D chess on this episode. <laughs> I'm going to start this off by saying that I I actually like this episode and maybe because it, there was less of a focus on on action as there was on storytelling. Mhm. And I feel like that's the strength, the true strength of Star Trek. 
the storytelling storytelling yeah oh yeah absolutely 100 percent. this one we got you know to learn about some romulan you know voodoo technique yep um and there was there was mystery there is mystery you know um (laughs) bless you thank you it was uh yeah i liked this one too it was a whodunit this was a good one. It was, yeah. There, and hopefully, this is a sign of things to come. I hope. I hope the show is finally hitting its stride. Um, to be clear, as much as I've shit on this uh, iteration of Star Trek and Discovery, I want it to be good. I really do. Oh yeah. I want. Yeah. I want good Star Trek. I feel like. Uh, I feel like uh, Star Trek and the word "good" go to what go together really well. Yeah, kind of like. Um... Kirk and Enterprise. Yeah. And Archer and Enterprise. Yeah. And Picard and Enterprise. Yeah. And uh, Michael Burnham and Discovery. Uh. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> cool off. Uh, you know, Cisco and... Um, DS9? Tarok Nor. Yeah, DS9. There you go. There you go. I had to pull the name out. Janeway and Voyager. Janeway and Voyager. <laughs> yeah. I do kind of miss Voyager. I meant to Google it, but there's a reference to uh, Borg tech from the Sidarans. Mm. And uh, I wonder if the Sidarans are Sidarans and Star Trek. I'm Googling it live right now. That's why you guys come here for live prepared, Googles. prepared takes. Live Googles. Um, I don't know. It's not coming up. Doesn't matter. You know what? <laughs> because it happened. Um, no, because I thought it was some... In some relation to, uh, in in Voyager, they meet species eight four seven two, and eight four seven two uses some like, um, in between, um, you know, regular space and, oh god, um, like the space time continuum, like a uh, quantum, a quantum, yeah, yeah, and they like quantum slipstream in to travel anywhere. Okay. Um, and so I thought maybe it was somehow tied to that. And that was a cool little gate technology that the Borg had right there. Yeah, I like that near the end of the episode. That was kind of cool. Yeah, and it and it, and it uh, assuaged my fears of... Assuaged. <laughs> why Why does all this Borg tech look way cooler than it ever did? And it's like, there ah, you go. well, it's been a few years since you've been here, Picard. Mm-hmm. Things have changed. My the name bo- is Hugh. I am Borg. I am Borg. I am Hugh. My last name is Jassel. <laughs> <laughs> I thought it was Hugh Borg. Why don't you humor me? My last name is Janus. Hugh Janus. Hugh Janus. Yeah. There it is. Okay. I had to I had to think about that one. So the episode starts with uh with Soji and her Romulan lover in bed. Mm-hmm. And uh, Soji has a dream, and she can't quite figure out the dream. And when she wakes up, they kind of have some playful banter. The guy says, "Well, you should really look into that dream stuff. You should talk to <laughs> really look into that dream stuff." He uh, starts says he says you should talk to your mom. You know, Romulan Freud says, "Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> your dreams. Uh, you should. It's probably something to do about some sexual deviancy from your parents. Yeah, you probably want to do something to your dad or your mom. I don't. I don't something know. Something weird yeah, in there. Definitely. Yeah." Something that's, sexual. It's really funny. <laughs> it really does go right back to the parents, doesn't it? And it did. She, yeah, it did. <laughs> she asks, uh, you know, since we're being all candid here, why don't you tell me what your true name is? You're, you're a, you're a Romulan fella. Yeah. You have a real name. You know, not your slave name. Not your slave name. <laughs> he says, my true name. Well, my true name is 
downtown Leroy Brown. Oh, wow. <laughs> My true name is Let's Bone again. <laughs> just kidding. I'm going to implement the dentist system again. <laughs> and just Separate leave. Separate entirely. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, my name, my true name, uh, Eternal Bedhead. Oh. Yeah. Wow. Uh, you know, it's funny you say that because I was going to uh, ask you, hey, David, what's your true name? <laughs> my true name, it's Downtown Leroy Brown. <laughs> <laughs> That's <laughs> weird. Do you want to know my true name? Yeah, I do. Al. What's your... oh. It's just Al. Just Al. Well, you can call me Betty. And Betty, when you call me, you can call me, me Al. Al. I heard that song today. It has not left my head. Paul Simon's a, a legend in this business. Mm-hmm. You think you're more of a Paul or a Garfunkel? Oh, Paul, hands, hands down. I think you're my Paul. I mean, you're a Paul, for sure. <laughs> <laughs> you're, the, you're the Paul, T-Paul. You're T-Paul. You um, anyways, that goes down. <laughs> Meanwhile. Meanwhile, back on board the whatever ship John Luke's on... Uh, they're having a conversation said we should make our way towards that board cube and everybody says yeah I agree and Elnor shows up and says I know we're on the ship but I always wear my sword on my back you notice that he's a swordsman and he's a swordsman <laughs> swordsman's gotta have a sword and <laughs> if you remember last episode the the female doctor killed that's right that guy um for whatever reason. Dr. Arians? So, yeah, Arians? Yeah, something or rather. And, uh, I guess he didn't matter that much. No, no, not at all. He was in the, he yeah. was in the canon for like one episode. In fact, uh, he won't, uh, won't be too much. <laughs> um, you yeah, know, uh, Five seconds won't even be matter. That's what I, was, I had it for a second <laughs> and then I left. Um, you know, he wore um, NFL like knee braces it was NFL or NBA knee braces. Okay. <laughs> um, and had him like fully seized up. Mm -hmm. And that's how he did that walk in MIB. Really? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. For anyone who doesn't know what we're talking about, we're talking about the Roach guy in Men in Black 1. Yeah. <laughs> Five seconds, what do you be mad at? Sugar. Sugar water. Water. <laughs> More sugar. Yeah. I love that guy. Wait. I think he, I think he is, uh, He's the detective in in one of the iterations of of Law and Order. Yeah, yeah. I'd probably watch that. He's the poor man's Mark Ruffalo. He is the poor man's yeah. Mark Ruffalo. Yeah, I know you're big into calling people the poor man's version of yeah. something. Yeah, no, that's good. I like him. I also mm -hmm. like Mark Ruffalo. I do too. Yeah, Mark Ruffalo's always got to you know get a movie in with a take. <laughs> he fucks. Yeah, and unless he's doing a movie where he fucks, you know. It's a good looking dude. Yeah. He wears a great blue suit. Have you noticed that? He always wears a blue suit. No, I haven't. Yeah. But I will notice that from now on. This is what this is how I watch stuff. <laughs> he also has bedhead. Eternal yeah. bedhead. He that's his true name. <laughs> his true name is gonna steal your girlfriend if you're soft spoken too. Anyways Meanwhile. Meanwhile, <laughs> Elnor asks the lady, he says, What's going on? She says Oh, I don't want to talk about it. And he says, I'm sorry, I inbutt. And I bet he inbutts all the time. Yeah. That's what I was getting at. He's our fish out of water. He is. Um, also, he is our fish out of water. Also, um, shortly thereafter, the, the same scientist uh, runs into our, our pal, uh, Rios. 
and he's playing soccer, sweaty, hairy, virile, whoa, primal, yeah, if you will, yeah, I, I will, and she, she, she wants a piece of that musky captain, yeah, and she gets a piece of it. Yeah, he does. She does. She does. She she definitely does. Um, and uh, you know, good for him and good for her. <laughs> it's the future. I guess it's fine to have uh, you know. I like book, free sex, dude. I like bookending things. <laughs> good for them, and you know, and that's that's the way it is. It's been a little bit since we recorded. I I, I feel yeah. a little off. Really? Um. Yeah. Um, if only I could uh, find a way to get on that Borg ship, the artifact. I have a way. Um, first of all, you have a uh, a a pilot of undetermined race mm-hmm. um, who also hits a a vape, space vape, space vape, and also drinks heavily, space whiskey. My question is, uh, who drinks out of the bottle like that? Um, I do sometimes. <laughs> but I mean, like, when you're trying to get trash. Oh. You know? Oh, no. Yeah. I Well, I think that's, like, the movie's take on you're already trash. That's so true. So you just take the bottle around. That's true. I guess if you tried to depict it in a realistic fashion, it wouldn't look as dramatic. Yeah, no, for me, it's, uh, I get a little tiny cup, and then <laughs> I just keep filling it up. Nice. A little bit of ice? A little bit of ice. Daddy goes to work. <laughs> Then I fall asleep on the couch. <laughs> I live alone. It's confession hour on the Star Companion. They somehow finagle a way to get on the artifact, and uh, Elnor is insistent that he comes with, and Picard says, "I, I, you cannot come with us. Do not seek the treasure. Do not. And El- Elnor says, I will go with you. I insist on inbutting with you. He doesn't, uh... He doesn't say that. No, no, he doesn't have his, um, you know, his, uh, English faculties <laughs> all together. When you said that, that was great. Thanks. I did, I said it again for you, for that little laugh right there. I put some things in here that I've, that we referred to when we were... Oh, great. Yeah. Great. I, uh, yeah, I have, I have a handful of things. I, I, I don't even have, know how you're taking all these notes when we watch it together. I have a hard time taking these notes for the Picard show. Mm-hmm. I, I, have, I have so many notes for Enterprise. Oh, yeah, I have pages. Um, so, you know, the thing I like about this show mm-hmm. is, well, let me rephrase that. The thing I notice about this show is that it's Star Trek 2020, mm-hmm. where everyone oozes with sexual tension. Everyone. Everyone and always. Absolutely. Even Elnor with Picard. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. No, I'm go I gotta go with you. I'm I'm must be in your butt <laughs> and go with. That's what you said earlier, right? Yeah. In butting. In butt. That was a callback. I must be in your butt. <laughs> I mean if he if he's bad at, you know, yeah. speaking. Uh yeah. <laughs> it must be in your butt. No, yeah. <laughs> It's just unnecessary. There is a weird, yeah. You know what I think, though? He says manslave. Yeah. <laughs> no, he, and Picard talks to him like a dog. It happens. Sit. Elnor, come. Um, that's when he's in his butt. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> he just commands him to come. It's just, you know, it's one of those things. It's a real BDSM. 
It's one of those things. Uh, where was I going to go with that? I had something before that unnecessary <laughs> sexual joke came in. Um, oh, God. Oh, oh, so these were the this was the two-parter directed by Frakes. And so that's why I think there was this sexual tension over the top with okay. everyone. <laughs> he imparts, he, in, he, uh, yeah, he imparts it into everything that he directs. You know what we, uh, you know what we need here, guys? Oh, Lord, come. <laughs> okay, uh, since you said it again, if you're into those kinds of jokes, in Star Trek Enterprise Season oh. 1, there's an episode called Vox Solo. <laughs> <laughs> and David and I... Have a rip roaring time. That's right. We're not even going to tell you the episode number because, quite frankly, we don't remember what it is. Even you know what? I haven't bothered to go back and look because it's it's more fun to me. Yeah, you know, it's funnier. I can't wait until we're you know in uh like the, Deep Space Nine, and you're just like go back to Enterprise. At one point, there was an episode. <laughs> yeah. Um, they eventually make it onto the artifact, or rather, Picard makes it back to the artifact. And as soon as he arrives on, there's a little welcome message that says, Welcome back, little cutie pie. <laughs> he has some kind of uh flashbacks, and yeah. uh, all of a sudden, Hugh appears out of no- nowhere. And Hugh looks really sinister in this version, yeah. Um, Although he's he's panning out to be a good guy, yeah, uh, just a solid Borg dude like he was before. Uh, yeah, you know how they all got the new names XBs. Mm-hmm. His is BD. BD. Yeah. What's that? Borg dude. Borg dude. <laughs> That's right. G B D. Good Borg dude. Good Borg dude. That's right. Hugh. You know. <laughs> Bennett. You know. Bennett. <laughs> it's just like you know one of those like sitcom type style things you gotta love him there he is hey neighbor (laughs) Uh, resistance is futile am i right (laughs) oh hugh (laughs) your uniqueness will be added to our own (laughs) hey neighbor i noticed you you got a new appliance over there. What is that? Is that virtual reality or something? That looks like some pretty cool new tech. Might if I see it? <laughs> Stands in it. <laughs> like he's recharging. Yeah. <laughs> I really, really enjoy the reimagining of the Borg in silly circumstances. <laughs> yeah, I do too. <laughs> Oh my god, that's so funny. <clears throat> he comes out with the hedge trimmers and puts them up his sleeve like they're part of his arm. <laughs> He's like, I, you know, have you guys seen this really great Federation movie? It's from the 20th century. It's called Edward Sizer Hans. It's pretty cool. He's German. <laughs> yeah, it reminds me of past life. Edward Sizer Hans. <laughs> Oh god, I'm getting hot from all this laughing. <laughs> anyway, yeah, he runs into Hugh. Um, meanwhile, Soji is is uh, 
Which carrying is, on with yeah. her Romulan lover, and he says, "Come on, I know you've been having all kinds of weird dreams." Oh, she finds out that all of her memories are thirty-seven months old. Yeah, and, and so shit. yeah, right. And Narek, you know, is Tal Shiar and wants to get to the bottom of where the doctor from the who created the synths. Yeah, and is located. So he takes her over to the uh, to the um, to the. To the, hot, sex dungeon. to the hot yoga studio. Yeah. <laughs> the intimate Bikram studio on the Romulan side of the artifact. And he says, <laughs> he says, I know an ancient Romulan tradition is called anal. <laughs> uh, and while he's walking her through that, Picard and you are trying to find her. It's called Romulan Kama Sutra. <laughs> you know, they just don't even bother with the names. No. <laughs> Why are you calling it Romulan Kama Sutra? Yeah, well, there's a Federation one that was around, you know. Yeah, it's Indian. <laughs> um, Hugh remarks that, uh, you know, in this iteration of the Borg Cube, the Borg Queen is no longer the, the, the Queen. The mm-hmm. Queen is now Romulan, and she doesn't have to have her head lowered onto her body. <laughs> <laughs> that was the one I recorded. Yeah. 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 <laughs> um. They, they, uh, Soji gets walked through this meditation while, uh, Narek plays with his Rubik's Cube ominously. His why not just, box. why not just have it set up already? Why, like, put the radiation in it and then, like, mess it up real quick and then be like, fuck, I have to solve this. Yeah. Huh. Why put that undue pressure on yourself? Yeah. You why know? not make it one turn? Yeah. Huh. Right? Just a real quick click. <laughs> yeah. Runs out. Um, Soji basically discovers that she's a synth uh, through some guided meditation, and Nara kisses her and says goodbye and walks out and then puts the little box down and radiation comes out. And Picard and Hugh go out to look for her, and she she activates into synth mode. And uh, at this point, they they meet up with Soji. They run into the to the queen's lair, and right when they're cornered. Right when all seems lost, uh-huh. uh, space Legolas drops down from the s- ceiling and slices some Romulans in half. A.K.A. full body human version of Chekhov's gun. Yep. <laughs> That's exactly it. I Don't like how- come. Yeah. He came right when he needed to. Yeah, sure. Um, but- Hugh, Hugh reveals that there's a... There's Borg technology on there that will allow them to transport within 40,000 light years. Mm-hmm. Picard says we're going to go to a place called Netapente. Nepente. Nepente. He and Soji walk through it. Well, meanwhile, uh, Hugh and Elnor stay back. And then uh, before Picard goes, he tells Rios and the other crew to meet him there. And yeah. uh, that's about the episode. Yeah. And, and it was a, it was a good time. It is. Like we stated earlier. Yeah. And I don't know if I mentioned it already, but I think the transition away from action onto storytelling mm-hmm. is 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 what sold it for me. I don't need a bunch of flashy shit going on. That's not why I come to Star Trek. Yeah. I mean, and it's recorded like HD. Yeah. And yeah. So it looks, it feels good. It feels it new, you know, and it feels actually even when it's not just like when Hughes slamming his hand on the, on the wall. Yeah. You're right. You know, and you're, so you're right. Uh, I yeah, I I thoroughly enjoyed it. I did too. I um, thought it was good. I didn't think I was gonna like it, but just like halfway through the episode, I turned to Zach and I was like, "Wow, this is a great episode." Yeah, that so, happened. 
It did. That's not like a movie magic lie over mm. here in the Star Companion. No, we tell the truth here. <clears throat> That's right. We do tell the truth. And We're if truth you want to tell us your truth, I'm also the Bachelor <laughs> finales tonight. So let me speak some truth here to you, David. Um, it's my truth, and it's uh, it's the truth about these Star Companion podcast stickers. Uh, whoa, super cool. Where'd you get that? If you want one, you can send us an email at thestarcompanion at gmail.com um, mm-hmm. with all of your sensitive information. Or um, <laughs> the way we would prefer, and you'll get maybe more than just a sticker. Maybe we'll buy a silver Sharpie. And uh, we'll write a little message on there from us saying, uh, you know, I don't know. Ep- this is the episode for Voxala. I know you've been wondering. <laughs> <laughs> You're actually going to go look it up and then pretend mm-hmm. after that yeah. we haven't yeah. looked it up. Hell yeah, I'll forget. It's fine. Um, yeah. So I- anyone who got a, a sticker previously, fuck you. We didn't sign them. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, especially Troy. Especially Troy. Just kidding, man. Yeah. No, no, don't not fuck them. No, no, we love you guys. Yeah, but, uh, yeah. it's all jokes until I start joking. That's, <laughs> yeah. uh, they're trying to. They're starting to figure out the dynamic. They I are think, yeah. on the on the other end. Yeah, for sure. Um, yes, uh, like and subscribe. And if you uh, if you send us a review or you giving it five stars or one star. We'll send you one of these stickers. Yep. And if you send us uh, a photo of you giving it one stars in a scathing review, um, I'll write you a letter. Whoa. Yeah, just leave your address for me. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, I'll send you a letter about why I think you're wrong. Uh, you can include your... <laughs> You can include your bank account number. Yeah. You don't have to include a routing number because you can look those up on the internet these That's days. That's true. Yeah, I can. I mean, yeah. I have to do transfers from time to time, and yeah. uh, you know, you'd think I'd memorize the Wells Fargo routing number, but if you if you forget nope. to add it, just know that it's not a problem for yeah. us. Yeah. We know how to Google. We have a good time here, and we hope you enjoyed our take on Picard. We'll catch up on the other episodes here soon and give you some more enterprise. Whoa. Yeah. That was beautiful. Thanks. Thanks for listening. Adios, folks. This is Craig Robinson from Ways to Win. And support for this podcast comes from Invesco QQQ, the official ETF of the NCAA. Invesco QQQ is proud to sponsor this episode and even prouder to provide access to innovation for the last 25 years. Basketball has had innovations over the years, too. We're seeing the game played in new ways every day. Learn more at Invesco.com slash QQQ. Let's rethink possibility. Invesco Distributors, Inc. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50 
luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Confidence starts with loving who you are. And when your skin feels nourished and glows on the outside, you naturally radiate confidence from the inside. Give your skin a glow up with Osea's clinically proven Mega Moisture Duo. This ultra-hydrating body care features two of Osea's bestsellers, Andaria Algae Body Oil and Andaria Collagen Body Lotion. These seaweed-powered heroes use skincare-level ingredients normally reserved for your face for results you can see and confidence you can feel. Osea has been making clean, clinically proven seaweed-infused face and body care products for over 28 years. This luxurious skincare is vegan, cruelty-free, and climate-neutral certified, so you never have to choose between your values and your best skin. Glow from the inside out. Get 10% off your first order with code GLOW at oseamalibu.com. That's O-S-E-A-Malibu.com, code GLOW.